Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Another record-setting day in the markets today. Our leading economic indicators hit new all-time highs again today. That's back-to-back days. New all-time highs in industrials, transports, and housing. I don't remember that happening. I'm sure it's happened at some point in my career, but I don't remember it happening. Um, There is no better setup for the economy or for the markets than what's happening right now. And what's interesting about that, that we find this really interesting, and and I got to say, I got to say, first of all, (laughs) I got to give a big thank you to three people that have helped make this rally uh, that's just happening right now possible. Dennis Gartman. David Rosenberg, and Peter Schiff. These are perma-bears. Now, Dennis Garvin does shift back and forth between being bullish and bearish. He's known as wrong-way Dennis Garvin. Just four days ago, Dennis Garvin said, we have entered a bear market. So thank you, Dennis. Uh, he is the worst market timer on the planet. He, that's not me. I'm not just being mean-spirited. That's what people, I mean, that's what he's referred to as. There's a lot of you know listening to this. We reference him quite a bit here, and it's all in good fun. Uh, but he is, he is wrong a lot. And, but David Rosenberg <clears throat> of Gluskin Chef and Peter Schiff of Peter Schiff, they have been bearish for, I can tell you that I, I know for a fact, because I know Peter Schiff, Peter Schiff has been bearish since 2009, and I know this because I had him speak at one of my events, and we had just gone through the financial crisis. I got to know him because uh, I was I was warning uh, on stages all over the world, beginning in about late 2006, about the the, the coming crash in, in, in real estate and housing and what that was going to mean for the global markets, and Peter Schiff was as well. He loves gold. I love gold, so we had a lot in common then, but I can tell you he has not shifted from being bearish from 2008-2009 to today. Uh, so that he's a perma-bear. David Rosenberg is a big perma-bear. You see him a lot on, if you follow Zero Hedge, the uh, perma-bear website they have there. Um, and it, we, we need them, though. You know, we need the bears to convince enough people to sell. That sets up these rallies. And that's what happened just yesterday. Uh, the Fear and Greed Index, which is, I think, probably my favorite sentiment uh, indicator or sentiment survey because it does look at so many different parts of a consumer of investor sentiment the fear and greed index yesterday hit 50 now <clears throat> that's not zero it's been to zero uh, december of 2018 actually hit zero but 50 with the markets at all-time highs and the, the that day the dow hit an all-time high Again, NASDAQ had just fallen out of bed. Remember, we had the 10% correction in NASDAQ, the fastest 10% correction, I think, on record, or one of, certainly. And so a lot of people, because, you know, again, so much of the public is invested in tech stocks, you know, all the new money. I'm sorry, but the dumb money, they love tech stocks. Who can blame them? That's where the, that's where the action is, right? But they're called paper hands for a reason because they got, they, got, they got shaken out. When that when that ten percent drop happened, because so many tech stocks they didn't fall ten percent, they fell thirty percent. Tesla was one of them, and so, but uh, that was yesterday. So all these weak hands get shaken out. Dennis Gartman says we're in a new bear market, and that was our buy signal. And we wrote about that. I mean, this I tweeted about it. We wrote about it. We talked about it on the podcast. Uh, and so, um, it's just 
now we have just the reverse happening. Money is coming flooding back into the market. Let's talk about the markets today. I'm going to walk you through what we see as some pretty important things here as far as the setup for going forward, specifically for what's going to, what we think probably will happen tomorrow and then into next week. Uh, this is a melt-up environment. This is a melt-up market, and I don't say that lightly uh, because, you know, melt-ups don't happen very often. But this sure feels like a melt-up to me. Remember, I worked through 95 to 2000. I know what a melt-up is. You know, I, I, I know what a melt-up I took seven companies public uh, during my career, three companies public during that era. And this feels just like that. But it feels like it's the beginning-ish, you know. So we've got a long ways to go, I think. But um, the markets, this, we have all-time highs today in everything but NASDAQ. Start with that. Dow Jones, all-time high up 188 points to 32,485. Russell 2000, all-time high, been on an absolute tear, up a big 2.3% today, only only trailed the NASDAQ gains today. S&P 500, all-time high, up 1% today uh, at 3939. And finally, NASDAQ, up a big 329 points, up 2.5% at 13,398. Remember, uh, 13,000, 13,000, we just broke through 13,000. 400 points ago, three days ago, and everybody said that was it. That 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 that's the crash. That's the signal. It wasn't, but it but it scared enough people out of the market that it gave us another great buying opportunity. This market just wants to go, go a whole lot higher. You know, we talk about the reasons here all the time. I'm not going to go through this again today, uh, but there are many. There are many reasons that this market is going higher, but it's primarily liquidity, and it's momentum, and it's corporate earnings. And you have that, that combination uh, right now all occurring. So today, <clears throat> again, Thursday, we have this big move higher. All of a sudden now, everybody that sold and went short is like, oh, sh we, we capitulated. Now we went short. Now we got we to gotta cover our shorts, and now we got to go long. So it's a whole lot that happens here with a lot of smart money, actually. I, I say smart money, a lot of big money that moves in and out fast. And these algorithms that are controlled by these uh, robot, these robots. I mean, they're getting, they're getting, they're getting uh, pushed around like it's an, an open ocean, uh, and a storm's occurring. And they're going short, long, short, long. And so, when you get a move like this, it catches people by surprise. We'll say it catches some people by surprise. Uh, that's me knocking on wood. Uh, then you have this kind of event happen. So tomorrow's Friday. So if we get follow through today, when I tell you the internals in just a minute. I think you'll know why we believe we're going to get follow-through tomorrow. Think about the setup then for next week. Here we have the public. That, again, fear greed index at 50. A lot of people sold. Now here we have this massive move higher. This is the way they happen. This is the way melt, exactly how melt-ups happen. They reverse on a dime just like this, just when the public gets out and goes short. Whoop, what happened today? Biden signed a $2.9 trillion uh, porculus bill. It's just a, a disaster. By the way, I'm going to be going with Wayne Root tonight on the Wayne Root Show at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time on uh, USA Radio. If you want to join us, we'll be talking about this exact topic. But uh, this $2.9 trillion is just – it really is it's, – it's a trash bill. But the markets don't care, right? I mean years from now, probably a lot of us are going to care. But right now, the markets just love liquidity. But so we're not only going to get that, but now everybody's talking about what comes next. And what comes next is infrastructure, 
Uh, we're hearing word that it's going to be in, uh, about $2.5 trillion in size, spread over about four years, okay? What is that? I mean, you're looking at $800 billion a year coming in for infrastructure projects. And again, a lot of that will be pork as well. But folks, that's going to find its way both into bonds and into equities because that's, that's how these shadow banks work. The money's got to go somewhere while it's sitting there, right? And that's why we believe, again, another reason that there'll be a cap on yields. There's so much liquidity. It's got to go somewhere. What would you rather do? Buy the German Bund, the 10-year Bund, which today hit negative 0.36%. Would you rather buy that or the U.S. 10-year, same investment, same 10-year bond, getting a positive 1.5% versus Germany, the most important largest economy in, in, in Europe, getting negative 0.36%. So this is a we're, – we're Texans, so we try to keep things simple here, make sense to us that way. We don't hear enough people making this argument, which is really surprising to Tyler and I. Because it's not more complicated than that. It's gravity. Would you rather buy negative yielding debt in Japan and Europe or for the same term, in this case 10 years, get get 1.5% in the safety and security of a 10-year note? So yields can't go higher. That's why we keep saying gravity because gravity just sucks it down and will continue to. I actually look for the 10-year to drop back below 1%. Again, so all of this is going to be fuel for the fire uh, for the markets to continue moving higher. But it's not just in the U.S. This morning, as we're getting ready to open our markets, Christine Lagarde, the head of the ECB, just came out and floored everybody. They just announced that not only are they going to continue the bond buying program, they're going to ramp it up, maybe aggressively. So that caught Everybody by surprise in Europe. Again, all of this is very bullish for equities. It gave us a great tone to start the day with. And uh, again, you, you look at next week. If the train's leaving the station, we have a big day tomorrow. Next week could be, you're talking about fear of missing out, FOMO, big time. You could see a move between now, and we actually called this a couple days ago, but into next week that really could be fun to watch. And uh, this is the time you really, as, we, as we're telling our folks, there, you don't have a choice. There, there is no choice. You must be long this market. Again, all-time highs again today in the our, our, our VRA systems, three most important leading economic indicators, industrials, transports, and housing. Trucking and rail are just on fire. Our youngest son, Sam, is in that industry. He's in logistics, and he tells us you know, they can't keep up with the business. We hear this from everybody, my brother-in-law as well. And uh, I'm sure someone that you know is probably in trucking and transportation as well, telling you the same thing. But again, it's happening in housing as well. It's just a very unique time to, to be in, in this economy and in the markets. And again, I repeat, this is a psyop. This is a psychological operation. We've said this for some time. How do you make people forget about a stolen election and about the fraud that is coronavirus insanity? How do you make them forget that? You do just what they're doing right now. You flood the economy with money so everybody can find a way to get their piece of it. And then you ramp the markets straight up. Next thing you know, what's the election? I guess Biden's all right. Look what's going on here, right? So um, as they move us inches closer and closer to full-on globalism slash communism, it's really the elite running everything. Uh, That's a story for another time. Right now, we're focused on making money in the markets. And then remember to take a percentage of those gains 
maybe every month, certainly every quarter, every year, and plow that back into physical gold and silver. That's what we're doing here. That prepares us for the long run when inflation comes back and bites us all in the ass, right? For those that have forgotten, when the Weimar Republic blew up, if you had one ounce of gold, you could buy a complete downtown city block of real estate. One ounce of gold. Is that ever going to happen here? Probably not. But we like to be prepared just in case, and that's what we're doing here. So again, thank you, Dennis Garvin. Thank you, David Rosenberg. And thank you, Peter Schiff. You're making our jobs much easier. And I uh, feel for you, brothers, because you, uh, you must be going through some, some high-stress times. But again, Schiff's been bear- bearish for 13 years. I-, I don't know how you do that. Rosenberg as well. Okay, let's talk about, uh, let's see what else I want to cover today. The internals. Let's get to the internals today. Because again, just, just really, really rock solid internals today. NASDAQ. This, you know, we, again, we're having a, a, an alternate day market, or we had been. You know, Tuesday, uh, uh, NASDAQ was at 3.7%, right? Dow Jones was flat. Yesterday, uh, NASDAQ was down four points, and Dow Jones was up 1.6%. So today, we got, again, it was NASDAQ's turn to rock and roll, but they were all up big today. But I, we think that starts move, moving in unison now. Again, everything's at an all-time high except for NASDAQ. It's now it's turn to play serious catch-up. That, that's the way we see it anyway. But again, NASDAQ, and this is exactly what you want to see, folks. NASDAQ, almost 7 to 1 positive volume. Almost 7 to 1 positive volume. Uh, remember, Tuesday had 87% up volume day in NASDAQ. That was a big tell for us. And now we're getting the follow-through today. NASDAQ also advanced decline, coming in at better than 4 to 1 positive. These are, again, big buy signals. Also, NYSE, solidly positive there as well. Volume was better than 2 to 1 positive uh, and advanced decline. What is that? Uh, we'll call it uh, better than 3 to 1 positive in, in NYSE. And uh, the, the kicker, new 52-week highs and lows. I mean, just listen to these numbers. 951 stocks. This is NYSE and NASDAQ combined. 951 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 14 hitting new 52-week lows. Um, and our sector watch today, again, these are all these are just great readings. Sector watch today, eight and, eight and three. Eight sectors finished higher, three lower. Nothing really dramatic at all to the downside. We, our biggest loser today was the financials down three-tenths of one percent. And frankly, it's just because they're financials. They're just, you know, the value play I get. We love value stocks. We're heavily positioned in energy and in commodities, gold, silver, copper, and the miners, of course. But banks... Uh, they don't do anything for me. Don't do much for me at all. I think it was a good trade. I think that's all it's going to be. Everybody wants to be in tech. Tech today up 2.1%. Communication services, that's also tech, up 1.7%. And consumer discretionary up 1.5%. In our um, commodity watch today, <clears throat> gold today, interesting. Gold today was up a buck. No big deal, right? Seven, 17.22 an ounce. But GDX, the minor ETF today, was up 1.9%. Been a while since that happened. The miners lead the underlying commodity. The miners lead the underlying metal. We're watching this very closely because we 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 expect there's going to be a massive move higher in gold, silver, copper, and uh, in the miners. Again, this inflation theme. If you're buying, if you're shopping anywhere and buying anything, you see exactly what I'm seeing. What my wife and I are seeing. Inflation, food inflation. Are you kidding me? Saying there's no. What are you on some crack? This inflation is everywhere. No one believes these, uh, these really these these jiggered uh, statistics that uh, the the Fed puts out. But according to them, inflation is uh, uh, being brought to heel, 
uh, to uh, to pick uh, choose the words of uh, Hillary Clinton, and uh, the market seems to be okay with that. But still, we love this group here. Uh, love the fact that GDX was up today. I think that could mean we have a significant move higher coming in gold and silver and copper and the like, and the miners especially. Silver today up 10 cents at 26.22. Copper today up a big 2.8%. Uh, again, $4.14 a pound. Almost no one's talking about Dr. Copper and what it really means, but it's sending great signals for the economy as well. And we happen to love copper stocks here too. Just below now, uh, about nine cents an ounce uh, a pound uh, below, uh, 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 what is that, nine-year highs. Oil today, again, continuing to move higher. Oil's headed to past 100, we believe. We felt that way for some time. Oil today is $66.10 a barrel, up $1.67 a barrel. And finally for the day, Bitcoin, just right about, what is this, about $400 below all-time highs, 57768 up 1480 today, up 2.6%. It is the everything bull market, but some things are moving more than others, and that's where we want to be positioned. Folks, hope you had a great day and uh, an even better night. Uh, as always, uh, please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. And uh, we always appreciate your feedback and your comments. Keep those coming as well. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.